low-dose aspirin has been used during pregnancy, most commonly to prevent or delay the onset of preeclampsia. The American College of OBGYN issued the Hypertension in Pregnancy Task Force report recommending daily low-dose aspirin beginning in the late first trimester in women who are at risk of developing the condition. The U.S. Preventive Service Task Force published a similar guideline, although the list of indications for low-dose aspirin was much more expansive. Daily low-dose aspirin use in pregnancy is considered safe and is associated with a low likelihood of serious maternal or fetal complications. The American College of OBGYN and the Society of Maternal Fetal Medicine does support the U.S. Preventive Service Task Force guideline criteria for the prevention of preeclampsia. Low-dose aspirin, traditionally 81 milligrams a day, although it can be taken up to 100 to 150 milligrams a day, is recommended at women at risk of developing preeclampsia with initiation between 12 weeks and 28 weeks, but optimally it should be done before 16 weeks and it should be continued daily until delivery. But new data has brought to light other potential benefits of aspirin use in pregnancy, like the potential to reduce preterm birth. So in this podcast, we're going to review the extra benefit of aspirin in pregnancy and its possibility to reduce preterm birth, according to a study published in January 2020 in The Lancet. The group that published this was out of the NIH. So let's get to that information now. In January of 2020, in The Lancet, Hoffman et al. out of the NIH published low-dose aspirin for the prevention of preterm delivery in nulliparous women with a singleton pregnancy. This was called the aspirin trial. This was a randomized, double-blind, placebo-controlled trial. Preterm birth remains a common cause of neonatal mortality with a disproportionately high burden in low-income and middle-income countries. Meta-analysis of low-dose aspirin to prevent preeclampsia suggests that the incidence of preterm birth might also be decreased, particularly if initiated before 16 weeks of gestation. Aspirin was a randomized, multi-country, double-masked, placebo-controlled trial of low-dose aspirin defined as 81 milligrams a day, initiated between 6 weeks and 13 weeks and 6 days, so it was much earlier than what ACOG recommends for the prevention of preeclampsia. This study was carried out in nulliparous women with an ultrasound confirming gestational age and a singleton viable pregnancy. Participants were enrolled at 7 community sites in 6 countries, 2 sites in India and 1 site each in the Dominican Republic of Congo, Guatemala, Kenya, Pakistan, and Zambia. Participants were randomly assigned in a one-to-one stratified ratio to receive aspirin or placebo tablets of identical appearance via a sequence generated centrally by the Data Coordinating Center at the Central Research Area. Treatment was masked to research staff, health providers, and patients, and it was continued until 36 weeks and 7 days of gestation or until delivery occurred. The primary outcome of incidence of preterm birth defined as a number of deliveries before 37 weeks gestation age was analyzed in randomly assigned women with pregnancy outcomes at or after 20 weeks, and this was done according to an intent-to-treat protocol. 
From March 2016 to June 2018, over 14,000 women were screened for inclusion, with just under 12,000 women included in the original study. The ages were between 14 and 40 years. Half of the women were assigned to the aspirin group and the other half to placebo. Preterm birth before 37 weeks occurred in 11.6% of women who took aspirin compared to 13.1% who took placebo. That p-value was 0.012, meaning it was significant, and the relative risk was 0.89 with confidence intervals of 0.8 to 0.9. The women taking aspirin also were observed to have significant reductions in perinatal mortality, fetal loss, and death after 16 weeks gestation and before 7 days postpartum. They also had significantly less early preterm birth, defined as less than 34 weeks, with a p-value of 0.03. The incidence of women who delivered before 34 weeks with hypertension was also significantly lower. Other adverse maternal and neonatal events were similar between the two groups. So the authors concluded that in populations of nulliparous women with singleton pregnancies from low-income and middle-income countries, low-dose aspirin initiated very early, between 6 weeks and up to 13 weeks and 6 days, resulted in a reduced incidence of preterm delivery before 37 weeks with the additional benefit of reduced perinatal mortality. All right, now I know what you're saying. That study was in low- and middle-income countries, but that doesn't apply to the U.S. or to the U.K., does it? Well, actually it does, because this finding of aspirin's ability to reduce spontaneous preterm birth is actually nothing new. Data goes back even before this to 2017, and some smaller case reports before that. But let's come back and review the data from 2017 and 2018, which start showing this promise of aspirin's ability to reduce spontaneous preterm birth. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. In the summer of 2018, growing evidence that aspirin can prevent preterm birth was presented at the Third European Spontaneous Preterm Birth Congress in Edinburgh, Scotland. Aspirin is an antiplatelet agent that improves blood flow and vascular formation in the placenta by reducing the thromboxane and increasing the vasodilator prostacyclin. Preeclampsia, of course, is a disease of the placenta that results from a placenta not developing properly from very early on in pregnancy. The association between preterm birth and preeclampsia is quite strong. If a woman develops preeclampsia prior to 37 weeks, she may have a medically indicated preterm delivery. But there's now data that aspirin even reduces the risk of preterm birth in low-risk women without preeclampsia. 
Now, again, as we've already mentioned, as for safety, many studies conclude that aspirin has no adverse fetal sequelae in doses less than 150 milligrams per day and that aspirin does not increase the risk of congenital malformations. However, in true fair balance, one study did find that vaginal bleeding, which did not lead to loss, was more common occurring about 3.9% of low-dose aspirin users compared to 1.3% for placebo. The data to support aspirin dates back more than 10 years, showing that the drug reduces the risk of preterm birth by 7 to 14%. A multi-center randomized placebo-controlled trial of low-dose aspirin, which was 80 milligrams, to prevent recurrent preterm labor in 406 women found that the incidence of preterm birth less than 37 weeks was reduced by 35%. This was published in BMC Pregnancy and Childbirth in 2017. Similarly, for the same gestation period, incidence of preterm birth fell by 20% according to a study of close to 12,000 nulliparous mothers in seven low- and middle-income countries who were given aspirin supplementation during pregnancy. This also was reported in BMC Pregnancy and Childbirth in 2017. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. All right, now as we get to the end of our podcast, we do have to address the elephant in the room, which was ACOG's committee opinion from 2018, number 743, dealing with the use of low-dose aspirin in pregnancy. Because according to that committee opinion, it specifically says that aspirin use for the prevention of preterm birth was, well, still controversial, and some of the data still needed to be teased out. But remember that data and medicine moves real fast. Even in that committee opinion, ACOG still endorsed the U.S. Preventive Service Task Force guideline on risk stratification of patients for the use of aspirin. Remember, one high-risk factor or two or more moderate risk factors means that the patient could actually qualify for low-dose aspirin during pregnancy. However, even that's now slightly outdated because there's such a push now from thought leaders, researchers, and the published literature for universal aspirin use in pregnancy. So don't get confused by the committee opinion from ACOG saying that aspirin for preterm labor just has mixed data because since that time, there's stronger data that aspirin with or without preeclampsia can reduce the risk of spontaneous preterm birth. Remember that the use of aspirin cost-effectiveness apply universally for the prevention of preeclampsia was actually a ABOG review article for Q1 of 2020, and it seems to be cost-effective for the universal use of low-dose aspirin regardless of risk factors. So, I've said it before, yep, medicine and data moves real fast. We're so thankful that you're part of our podcast family. Thanks for listening to this episode of Clinical Pearls. It may be a little controversial. Aspirin to reduce preterm birth? Well, according to some data, yes. And according to the college, we still need more data. But remember, we can't wait for the committee opinions to come out from the college because those kind of lag behind established peer review data. 
Nonetheless, there is a move for the use of universal aspirin across pregnancies regardless of risk factors because it's low cost, low risk, and its potential for reduction of preeclampsia and apparently spontaneous preterm birth is now solidified in the data. We'll see you next time on another episode of Clinical Pearls.